Blog Talk Radio. Apostle John L. Solomon, the lion among lions in the lion's den. Guess what? It's my purpose today to bring you strength. You already know Strength from the Lion's Den is a compelling talk show. We discuss life's difficult situations through some relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The Lion's Den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcending godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, but primarily strength to the weary in life in some form or fashion from our sourcehood of our connection with our Lord Jesus Christ. So come on, roar. That's right. Roar for your victory. Roar for your power. Roar for your prosperity. Roar for your deliverance, my friend, and roar for your strength. Listen, we got a hot topic tonight. I'm not playing with you. I'm telling you this is the real deal tonight. The topic is hashtag I'm, I am me. I'm me. Taking a stand against all bullying. See, bullying has become a national epidemic as more than one out of every five students report being bullied. That's over 11,000, 11, what, million students. My God. Students experiencing bullying and or cyberbullying has led to depression, violent behavior, poor social adjustment, substance abuse, and suicide. My special guest tonight is adamant about the movement against bullying. So I want to introduce her to you right now. But li- listen, she's a devoted mom, uh, of two adult daughters, grandmother to three beautiful grandchildren, and spiritual mother to dozens in the body of Christ. As a realtor for almost 20 years, she's helped countless, countless of ministries secure operating facilities. She's a member of the Presidential Prayer Team, Christians United for Israel, and prayer partner to three Georgia House of Representatives and two state senators. As an ordained and licensed minister, she has served as a senior pastor and as a national and international facilitator. facilitator. She has led numerous to, numerous to Christ through her street ministry, as well as assisting several churches and youth ministries to fulfill their purpose. She is one of the founding directors for Families of Victory. In his service, her love for children and love for families transporting during divorce led her to become a CASA, a court-appointed special advocate for children. See, she's given hope to suffering humanity through public relations, radio broadcast, missionary, inner-century prayer leader, minister, teacher, evangelist, or assistant pastor. She makes a mark for the better that cannot be erased in the lives of everyone she meets. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of everything she has done. Tonight I want to introduce you to the amazing evangelist Shannon Stafford. Bless you, woman of God. Thank you, Apostle John. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and sharing me with your audience tonight again. I was about to ask you, who in the world are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You're so humble and modest. We we know we know that's you. you, you, Your body of work speaks for itself. You know, some people some people words speak louder than their actions, but your actions definitely speak louder than your words, woman of God. Listen, uh, I'm just gonna jump right into it. When we was talking about uh, bullying, you know. As I, I just had to do my research before coming into this 
into this lab with you because I wanted to make sure we don't point. I'm on point. I'm on point. I know you are. But uh, bullying is a form of aggressive behavior in which someone intentionally and repeatedly causes causes another person injury or discomfort. Uh, bullying can take on the form of physical contact, words, or even more subtle actions. You know, uh, what what is what is your personal interaction with bullying? Well, I tell you what, um, as a child, I grew up, now I was on the other side, I wasn't, uh, I was kind of in the middle, I wasn't the bullied, but I was also not the one to be bullied, so my mom mm-hmm. said I was aggressive, <laughs> so I would stand my ground, <laughs> I kind of, you know, I grew up mm-hmm. in Atlanta, so um, on the east side of the ATL, and, um, you know, yeah, the east side, ooh, ooh. <laughs> So I, um, like I said, I wasn't a bully, but I did not shy away from uh, people that came to attack me. You know, uh, my sister, mm-hmm. I was always like a defender of the, the, the I would call the weak. And um, okay. I okay. remember my sister being always just quiet. And, you know, I could pick on her, but nobody else could, you know. So, All right. Um, Mm-hmm. Up, you know, it's like this is our territory. Don't be coming over here. Don't be doing this and that. And uh, you know, I got in quite a few fights um, uh, coming up. But uh, again, I never started. But you, had, you had to throw your hand. You had you had you had to throw your hands coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, but we took care of our own. So um, that's what I as a child coming up, but. You know, I talk about families of victory a lot and the things that we, you know, where she was birthed from because my family, we encountered a lot. And uh, bullying was one of them on every hand, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So whether you're defending yourself or, you know, um, protecting your loved ones. And so uh, that's the beginning of it all. And then, of course, when I became a mom, you know, that mother's love is something else. It defies even law. Yes, it is. So I was yes, it is. Fun, you know, that would, uh, you come looking for my children, I'm going to make sure you find them and we're going to squash it right now. So uh, that was the type of mom I was, you know, with them going through school and being a single mom and at the time. And, um, you know, just making sure everything was squared away on the up and up. And uh, so to bring it forward to the uh, hashtag on me, my daughter went to college, mm-hmm. and uh, one of her friends had uh, committed suicide, actually, and she came home crying one day, and it was just horrible. It was horrible. So she, uh, under the umbrella of Families of Victory, we started uh, uh, Shut Up and Listen because the, the child was talking, but nobody was really listening, demonstrating. And, you know, it was just a horrible time, and wow. she was just devastated, you know, and uh so we did what we could under that umbrella of shut up and listen. And then, uh, of course, I was in Atlanta, and, and I came on to Macon, and I uh, had Families of Victory had a meeting with Wavy ENT, where Todd Nine Williams mm-hmm. is the CEO over there. And um, his son had, uh, he did wrote a song called uh, Hashtag I'm Me, and so we began to collaborate. And uh, okay. my uh down in Daytona Beach, he's now at uh Bethune Cookman College, and he wrote a song, and uh, he's only 18 years old, and we began to really push on me. And so basically that's how we collaborated and came together. And, uh, um, you know, Najeda uh, was bullied coming up, and uh, long story short, uh, he was a little chunky kid. And But I tell you what, not only is he at Bethune Cookman College, but he also graduated with awesome grades and awesome, awesome on the football field. Oh, wow, that's great. He was prom man. king, <laughs> you know. He was prom mm-hmm. king, so, uh, and then got voted okay. uh, most valuable person down at Warner Robins High. So it just shows you how you might start out one way, but you end up another mm-hmm. way. And uh, about being yes. a Christian show, we always tell people, you know, uh, it's about identity, and that's what hashtag I'm right. really all about. I'm me. I'm gonna be me. You do you. I'm gonna be me. And uh, so we're all excited about yeah, you know, that's, that, that's- that, that's that's what my next question is going to be. Tell us a little bit about I mean, you know, because that that's that's an incredible, uh, powerful statement too, you know. Mhm, mhm. One of the things I can, you know, it's a it's a I don't even want to call it a secular song, um, but there's a song that goes along with it. Uh, Wavy Entertainment did a uh, we collaborated on a 
uh, anti-bullying campaign this summer, which turned out to be awesome. And the stories behind those kids, you know, in the morning we did the biblical aspect of it, and then in the afternoon um, they were able to, the children were able to go out and uh, they had a contest and they, you know, they made freestyle rap and did a lot of stuff. They were trophies, had T-shirts, they had food and just a lot of fun. And so basically, you know, um, from especially the biblical side of it, uh, Psalms, I think it's 139, it talks about that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And a lot of times people are bullied because they don't know who they are, you know, um, mm, and they don't know, you know, they don't know their identity. And on the flip side of that, too, a lot of people do the bullying because they don't realize who they are, you know. And uh, so basically, yeah. You know, that's what it, you know, and you listen to the song, and I don't think we have it tonight, but we'll make sure you get it. Um, I don't think we have it for it to air tonight, but um, Mm -hmm. in the songs, it it does, it talk about, I'm going to do me, and uh, I'm going to grind for my shine. That's one of my favorite lines in there. (laughs) And uh, basically, you know. Grind for my shine. That's that's what we're doing. And the chorus of it, he said, I'm me, I'm me, you know, and I love it. I really love that. Uh, yeah. I, li- I like that. And that's what our young people need to, uh, they need to be told who they are and affirmed who they are by the right people. You know, when uh-huh. we talk about, when we're talking about, talk about bullying, I, it takes me back to when I was, when I was in high school, I, I had I had a few bullies on my trail, you know, <laughs> uh, and, you know, when I, when I got back to Georgia, I saw a few, I saw one of them. He tried that like he didn't know me. He better, he better be glad we was in the church. So, you know, I gave him a pass, but in a way. But I was thinking back when growing up, there was a show that in Hollywood just uh, promoted this bullying. You remember the show called The Little Rascals? And this little guy by the name oh, of yeah. Bush and his little croony yeah. was always out yeah. the alfalfa. And um, and it's, it, it was funny and seemed harmless, but bullying has really taken a violent toll on a lot of our mm-hmm. youth in America now. Uh, one, one of the... Uh, as I was looking over the percentages, it says uh, 50.7 million students are attending public elementary school, uh, with mm-hmm. an additional 5.2 million students in private and elementary school, and that's 11 million students who, uh, if you take the one in five who's been bullying, that's 11 million students who, in some form, have received or been bullied. Uh, we gotta go to a uh, break, uh, Shannon, and but when we come back. I want you to talk about why, why has bullying, bullying become so prevalent in our society? Why, why all, you know, a few years, dating, what, several years back, it's just, you know, it begins to become something serious among our young people. So, hey, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to continue on with this discussion. Y'all stay tuned. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. All right, all right. Listen, we are back. You tuned in to Strengths from the Lion's Den. We are powered by We Inspire Network Radio. Win Radio. I'm partnering with a good team of people that want us to win. Listen, tonight I have on the, I have on the line in the studio with me, Mrs. Shannon Stafford. And we're talking about hashtag I'm me uh, take, taking a stand against all bullying. 
uh, Miss Gaffer, when we left, we was asking the question: Why has bullying become so prevalent in our society? What do you think or feel its reasons behind this? You know, uh, before we took a break, you mentioned uh, the Little Rascal show, um, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, I really do believe that there are multiple things that contribute to the increase in bullying. Um, the changes in our entertainment, such as reality TV, you know. Um, yes, you're right. TV, television had, you know, TV, it talks about television. And uh, so a lot of times what these children are visualizing and what's being implanted in their minds, um, you know, it kind of helps to normalize bullying. And uh, yes. mm-hmm. I, I think about this one t- uh, show, you know, I like Rocky. And I love Rocky. I love all the Rocky series. And anybody that know me know that. Okay. Uh, so that's the long, you know. <laughs> but in one of the episodes. All right, a Rocky Rock- fan. <laughs> Rocky's son is bullied, you know, even though his dad is like heavyweight champion or something. His yeah. son is bullied. Okay. But what I like about it is in the beginning he's bullied, but in the end what happens, he stands up, you know. So I believe that, you know, the changes in the entertainment industry have normalized bullying, but the Internet gave people a way to, you know, remain anonymous, and it led to this wow. even cyberbullying. So in general, That's you know, due point. to the development of all these different technologies, you know, as we continue to grow as a society, the younger generation has lost the art of just simply uh, building relationships, friendships, you know. Mm, that's powerful. That's you know. Uh, that's that's yeah. That that is, and 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 I like how you said that society. They're trying to normalize it, but it's nothing normal about it when people keep getting hurt. It's no longer uh, fists and fun and games and teasing. The people mm-hmm. are really getting wounded. They get wounded mm-hmm. through this. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned cyber bull- you, you mentioned cyberbullying. The uh, my stat my statisticians over here. They thirty nine point five percent are cyberbullied. And 65.2% are bullied on school property. 64% mm-hmm. of the children who are bullied did not report it. So only half mm-hmm. of that made a report about it. Why, why do you suppose so few go unreported? You know, um, your statistics are so uh, accurate. And I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. it is just mind-blowing that this is only 36% of those reported. We're not talking about those that go unreported. Um, I believe mm-hmm. that the kids today, they just, you know, really uh, don't trust anyone. I was looking at a Facebook post, and uh, in that post, there was a baby on the floor, and the mom, looked like they was in an airport or something, the mom mm-hmm. had the brand-new baby lying on the floor, but she was looking at her cell phone. So I think, you know, parents are so distracted nowadays. Caregivers are so distracted nowadays. And, you know, uh, work, phones, games, you know. And, uh, you know, I just don't believe the children really trust anyone or don't think that the people will believe them or be able to help them. And, you know, bullying just has become so Mm -hmm. normal in this society that they don't think anybody care. It's just a norm to them, you know. Oh, well, I hear a lot about it. I go to school and it's a no bullying zone, but yet it's happening. And then even at school, when I do report it, sometimes it's turned on me, you know. So a lot of them just mm-hmm. don't have the strong relationships with the adults that they really can trust. You know what? That's that's spectacular. You said we're distracted. We're distracted. That that's that's a good that's a good way. Well, that's the best way to put it. We're distracted and we're detached. We're de- we're exactly. and detached that you know uh-huh. and, and that and uh-huh. that's that's keeping us away from seeing it because sometimes we look at the uh children's world and we may say well you know that, there's nothing to that anyway mm-hmm. they but, uh, but you have really mhm mhm that that's so mm-hmm. true uh what what do you what do you feel about as we were talking about cyber cyberbullying that has really uh-huh. taken off and uh, a lot a lot of people are it, it, it has doubled from 18% to 34% from 2007 to 2016. Uh, how can, what are some of the ways we can protect our children or ourselves for that matter? Because cyberbullying is all, uh, you know, especially when we talk about this administration, you hear them use uh, his, mm-hmm. bully, his bully pulpit, you know, 
Mm-hmm. And that, that's part. That's a part of the normalization. It, even in, mm-hmm. in terminology, at the, the uh, what is it? The, the leader of the free world, the highest officer mm-hmm. in the land, the highest office in the land has a bully pulpit, and you know, mm-hmm. and it's okay, it's acceptable. You know, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But see, you know, just your point though, because exactly what we were just talking about, with, you know, television itself and people that in, are in authority. We're not going to just stop at the White House. You know, I, I'm going to bring this on to the mm-hmm. church. You know, uh, there's Go, so much bullying given into the church. You know, um, when you have leaders in the church that, uh, and, and, and I don't like to call on any specific denomination, but some churches are, you know, in this organized religion, they have uh, these mm-hmm. people where they're subject to them instead of being seen first, you know. Uh, there's always somebody in authority and pulling your strings and looking down on you and 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 really, I mean, it's just it, it's horrible. And and again, it's telling the vision, you know, whether it's from the pulpit or you know from the White House, mm-hmm, it's anywhere, mm-hmm. even in the workplace. So we have to remain active. We really do. Let's get back to our children because I tell you what, we can go on and on about that White House and, <laughs> and yeah. the church. Hey, but you know what? I, I I like how I like how you brought it. I like how you brought it home though. Bullying in the church. You you know what? Because well, I, I, I quiet as kept. I know some bullies, some apostolic bullies, mm-hmm. some prophetic bullies, some evangelistic mm-hmm. bullies, pastoral bullies, mm-hmm. and they are bullies mm-hmm. and they are intimidated, and they use it to rule. They use it in their leadership uh, protocols, mm-hmm. and it's, mm-hmm. it's straight up bullying. And you know, and people people take it, you know, until they get it's until bullying. they get either thrown away. Uh, what, 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 what's the word the church used to use? Excommunicated. <laughs> so you get thrown away, excommunicated, or you find the courage, you find that Tina Turner courage to get out of there, you know? Uh, you know, it's yeah. sad. We, we chuckle about it, but it is sad. It is so ever-present yeah. in the church, especially with single moms or, you know, you give somebody a little bit of authority, and, it's, you know, when you got servants that servants under you, you know, and uh, they're serving God. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so you have to be very careful how you, you treat people because they're giving it all as unto God. Um, and then they, too, go home bullied like these children or, you know, it, 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 I right. see it so much. And, right. again, don't forget, even from the little girl in me to now, I just like to defend those that I see are being bullied, mistreated, you know, and it's yeah. just not right. You know, it's just not right. So we yeah, have to remain think. active in our um, children's physical and, you know, uh, physical lives and social lives. we got to pay attention. Mm-hmm. We really need to pay attention and listen to what's happening to mm-hmm. them and around them. So uh, if you are, we talk uh, about cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I, I like the uh, the fo- I like the format that you had uh, or the, the, the presentation, uh, Shut Up and Listen. You know, we're, we're mm-hmm. so busy talking, we're so busy being distracted, we're so busy detached that we don't. We have to shut up, take a moment, and listen. Because you know, we're so quick to offer solutions that we don't really hear the whole. I saw a commercial. They were saying, I think it was Cox. No, I can't say the name because they ain't sponsoring me. But they they were saying <laughs> we listen to the problem. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. That, that's the broadcast in me. We listen to the problem before we throw a solution at it. We don't hear the whole thing. We just, as soon as we hear, oh, bullying, oh, and instantly we, oh, we know, you, you just need to fight back. You just need to do this or that. You know, we, we're so quick to come back with an answer instead of listening to the problem in its entirety and then discover the root. And like you said earlier, a lot of kids don't know who they are. You know, I had this right. one boy who I grew up with. He he knew his last name, and he, he knew who his family was, and he would say it like it was something special. And I said, hear him say mm-hmm. it so mad, so so with such conviction. I wanted to be, I wanted his last name. I was like, man, his family must be <laughs> something. You know, we weren't told how strong we were. It, it took me years later to discover that. But you said that with self-identification and knowing who you are. And these are just characteristics and things we need to push, you know, and give to our children. That's exactly right. Um, you know, somebody told me, to, uh, a really good friend of mine, loved me dearly, always holding me accountable, and uh, I'll tell you what, he told me today, and he said, um, and this is something we really need to do, 
not just listen, you know, with ears, but listen with your heart, listen with your eyes, mm. um, you know, really pay attention. And, and one of the things that was said is that how they know, you know, what's going on with me. They know my demeanor. They know they, they see my hairstyle. They see my, my, my makeup. They see what kind of shoes I have. Just really paying attention to me as a person, as a person. You hear that word, right, as a person, not an object. And uh, so we have to pay attention, right, and listen Mm -hmm. to what's happening to our children around them, Uh, listen to them as a person, as a human, as an individual, and limit the asset that they have on social media, you know, and um, all of that other stuff. So when they're allowed to have those accounts, we've got to use those parental controls, you know, give them a password. Mm -hmm. They might not like all that stuff going on, but guess what? It's for their good, you know. It really is at the end of the day. It's for their good. Pay attention to your kids. Just simply pay attention to your kids. Know what's going on. Pay attention. Well, this next this next question question has some sensitivities to it. Just like what you were saying, paying attention. It, um, you know, bullying. It, it's it's um, no no one particular group of targets. Statistics and research. It, it doesn't highlight everything, but there are a few people who are targeted, you know, from the research. It said people with weight problems, people with disabilities, people who belong to a racial or religious minority, and people who are LGBTQ, LGBTQ mm-hmm. or perceived as that, or mm-hmm. just people who are different in general. Is this mm-hmm. our society's fear? And our profiling that makes these people and these groups so vulnerable, or do we just place the fault on the victims, as many have done? You know, I know that's a that's a long that's a long that's a long question, a lot of stuff. But you know, basically, do we just do we just look at somebody because they don't look like us, they don't sound like us, they don't act like us, or the status quo? And we say, and we instantly can go into a uh, a bullying format. You know, um, I, I tell you what, it goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning, um, knowing who you are. It goes back to knowing, and I just keep throwing the body of Christ in there because, you know, um, as a whole, first of all, that's who I look to, you know, where all these issues are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, the bottom line is that uh, God so loved the world that he gave is only begotten son, the world, <laughs> you know. So we're talking about everybody that's, right. that's in the world mm-hmm. that he gave his only begotten son. But as um, a whole, it's our society's, uh, you know, uh, obsession, uh, a fear of anything that they don't understand and that's not familiar, you know, to them, mm-hmm. with that drives right. it. I really believe it. And also uh, the bully's own insecurity plays a large role in driving them to attack other people. So, you I was know, once told um, we don't understand something. I was once told we don't understand something. Either we attack it or we run from it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I see that prevailing. Uh, listen, we're gonna we're gonna go to a break. I, I talked to a few callers on my la- on my last break, but this one here, I think I got somebody I'm gonna bring in who want to say a few words. So, hey, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back. We, we when we come back, we're gonna continue with the incredible Mrs. Shannon Stafford as we're talking about uh, hashtag I'm Me taking a stand against bullying. Y'all, hang on. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. My name is Minister Annie Bell, and I am the host of Irene Blog Talk Radio Show, where we endeavor to bring talk therapy to survivors of child abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas, as well as being the vehicle by which we use to bring awareness and resources to the community to aid in the prevention of these abuses. IRANE, which is a declarative acronym for the individual survivor. That means I. I identify myself as a survivor, no longer a victim. R. Reclaim my life. E. Excel at living. G. Grow in Christ. And N. Nurture myself and others. 
this declarative acronym has developed into a victorious lifestyle brand that empowers and aids in the healing journey of survivors of abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas. I have also written a book entitled, with the namesake, I Reign, A Survivor's Guide to Thrive, which is now available at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. Pick up your copy of my book today and join me every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. here on We Inspire Network Radio, where together, through God, we win. If we endure, we will reign with Christ. All right, listen, we are back. You're tuning in to Strength from the Lions Den. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio, Win Radio. Shout out to the CEO, Lord B.J. Bell, and the COO, Annie Bell, doing a great work at Win Network. All right, tonight in the Lions Den, we have with us Miss Shannon Stafford, evangelist, uh, apostle, prophet. It's, it's so many titles, so many things she does. But tonight she's talking about me. She's talking about me. I, I, that was a Freudian slip. She's talking about hashtag I'm me taking a stand against bullying. Miss Stafford. Yes, sir. Thank you again for having me on your oh, show. Yeah, we're 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 excited about this because what what you what you're saying is making uh, so much sense when we talk about bullying. I like how you said. In our last segment, how you said we have to pay attention to uh, people as individuals, not just as objects. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that one for me? Well, like I was saying earlier, is that um, I was having a conversation earlier today, and it was just ironic that Mm -hmm. um, talking about this subject tonight, and it just made me feel really good, you know, that someone is paying attention to me. Um, how I'm yeah. feeling, what's going on, and I don't even have to say a word, you know, and those people that are mm-hmm. on an intimate level with you like that in friendship, and, um, you know, it just makes you feel good to know that somebody knows you as a person and mm-hmm. knows when you're down, knows when you're up, knows when, without even opening your mouth, a text will come across or inbox or something like that, you know, you didn't even have mm-hmm. to say a word the same thing with the children, you know, um, mm-hmm. it is very important for us to pay attention to our children, um, whether they are our own children or grandchildren or children that we are servicing every day. You know, we need to pay mm-hmm. attention to those children individually. Um, they're individuals. They, you know, they're things that mm-hmm. they like and they're things they don't like, and you know, and it's okay. It, that, just because they're, they don't yeah. like the things that you like, it, it really is okay. You know, um, it's okay that, to be an individual. I, I, yes. Right. I want you to emphasize that point because, like you said, we have to uh, pay attention to our children, but there are a lot of adults, and, and see them as individuals, because there are a lot of adults, sometimes they're, they're at work, and they're just seen as a number or a warm body in a spot, and they're getting bullied at work by the supervisor and the boss and other employees, mm-hmm. then they come home and bully the family and bully the children. So, you know, I, that's why I wanted to – Emphasize. That's what what you said. That was so uh, powerful and, and direct. Uh, I got I got a uh, here's a uh, here's a testimony. Here's a testimony that I read from a, a teenager who was being bullied, and this is what she said. She it's a 16 year old female said, "I have been bullied for my entire life. I could never get away from the bullies, especially as some of them live with me. I blame myself for the bullying. I think I deserve it." After years of being told that I'm fat, ugly, weird, and should kill myself, I have believed every word of what I've been told. After being emotionally and physically bullied, I turned to starving myself and self-harm. It has pretty much ruined my life. I want to die, but I couldn't do that to mom, so I have to put up with it. How does this make you feel, uh, Shannon, and why do we as a society lay the blame at the feet of those who are being victimized like this is being weak. You know, that um, that really hurt my heart, and uh, it made me sad. I would love to um, 
that just really, it made me feel bad for that young lady. Uh, that first of all, she would have to go through this. She have to hear those words, you know. Um, I wish I could spend time with her to build her up, yeah. to build her confidence level up, and tell her how smart she is, to tell her how strong she is, to tell her how beautiful she is, how she's created wow. in the image of God, and speak positive affirmations over her life, all the negativity that she has encountered, I would love to double the portions of positive, you know, words and gifts and just shower her with the love that God has for her and that I have for her just here in her testimony, you know, because she really is a, um, you know, she's created in the image of God. She's fearfully, she's wonderfully made. And I would like to help her see that the bully is weak. She's not the one that's weak. And I want her to understand that, you know, um, hurt people hurt people. And sometimes we have to look past what they're saying. I know it's difficult, but a lot of times those people that criticize, you wonder, did they grow up being criticized? Some people don't even know how to give a a good word when all they know is receiving bad words. They don't even believe in themselves until somebody come along and believe in them and believe for them and share the love of God and share the love that, you know, so many people did not grow up with. And it's just mind-boggling sometimes, and and that's what Families of Victory try to do because I grew up with that love. And not that we were perfect, but I grew up with that type of love, and it wasn't until becoming a teenager that I didn't realize that so many people did not have that. You know, so in general, you know, society lacks empathy and they need to feel, you know, the need to feel if they are better than somebody else, more important, you know, they're greater, you know, so they prey upon those that are most vulnerable. And it's just wrong. It's wrong. There's nothing right about it. So, you know, we just got to deal with the issues and really deal with them. Don't Mm -hmm. be sleeping in the carpet. Deal with the issues. Wow, yeah. you, you broke that down. You broke it down. As as I was listening myself and dissecting the testimony, what really broke my heart was she said, "I blame myself for the bullying, and I think I deserve it." So many of our young people and uh, adults they blame they blame themselves for so much, and a, a lot of our adult issues stem from when we were children, and you know that that never were reconciled. And then mm-hmm. when she said, "I couldn't do this to my mom," here she is in a prison. And yet she still has that kind of love to be concerned about her mother. So, so I like mm-hmm. when you said I would tell her who she is and how much love she has and how she's fearfully and wonderfully made. And, Shannon, you do that. You do that on a regular basis, I, I know, just ministering to people. Even when I talk to you and have seen your ministry in action, just the love and the compassion in which you minister to others is a staple in the anointing on your life. Thank you. I appreciate that. I try to share the love of God because uh, so many mm-hmm. people just don't know love, and love covers a multitude of faults. It really does. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I guess that was a statement more than a question, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to bring in one, uh, a caller. Uh, he, he, he's, uh, he's no stranger to the show, Uh Sir, are, are you? Uh, can you hear me, sir? Are you available? Are you on the air? Yes, sir. I hear you loud and clear. All right. Uh, this this is my big brother, Prophet Phil Reed. I call him Mr. CEO. <laughs> brother, you want to share anything that's bless you or speak to our call, our uh, our guest tonight? Well, first of all, I like to commend you for once again taking a like having the courage to, to to put this on 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 the show. You know, it, it takes courage to stand up against. Bullies, <laughs> that's the topic. Mm-hmm. And that young lady right there, Miss Trafford, uh, Trafford, she's just phenomenal. Uh, I'm hearing, and I'm and I'm really being ministered to, you know. And that's that's not that that's hard to do because I'm not a bully, John. You know. All right. Know. <clears throat> anyway, so so so. <laughs> but 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 just to get right to the meat of it and the heart of it is that it, it is time to make a stand. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's time to make a stand. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, as the soul is in the spirit, so it should be in the natural. But here we were talking about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, he took a stand. 
by kneeling. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he, he he's taking a stand, and now he has the attention of an issue. Mm-hmm. And, and now everybody's more right. aware of it. Now you got to deal with it. So this is just another topic that we really need to take a stand. And everything starts at home. As she kept saying, the body of Christ, mm-hmm. everything starts in the house. Um, if you check with my children, and you know, I have grandchildren, but my children are called, they say I was a drill sergeant. <laughs> they said, Daddy, are you human? Do you have any kind of Psalm, feelings? Psalm, Psalm, Psalms 119. <laughs> Psalms 119. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you know, but, but I, I believed in monitoring my home and their activities. You know, you, right. you got to protect them okay. from them, you know, in mm-hmm. the beginning, you know. And now mm-hmm. they experience it with their own children. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so, so it makes sense now what I was doing and what I was saying when I said, yeah, the password and, no, you're not going out, and no, they can't come over. Who are you talking to? Matter of fact, give me the phone. You know, we've gotten away from monitoring our own children. You know, mm-hmm. we let the TV do it, we let the internet do it, and then we wonder why. How did this happen? Oh, my baby. Uh, no, 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 no. You, you know, it's your job mm-hmm. and responsibility. And not even after they're 18, like, like, like uh, Sister said, she got people in her circle who are checking on her. Fulfill her right. vibe, mm-hmm. as they say, and say, mm, let me just give her a call or let me just check on mm-hmm. her. You know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's a wonderful good. thing to have, and we've gotten away from that. We've gotten away from that's the fine. village concept. You there know, it still takes the village to raise. We, we've gotten away from that as a people, and I'm talking believers. You know, we, we've gotten away from that as a people. The Bible says, love one another. You know, and by this, they shall know you if. You love one another. So it's by the love and action. Amen. Love is an action word. It's not talk. It's not, ooh, squishy, squishy, mm-hmm. you know, Valentine's. You know, love is hardcore <laughs> sometimes. Love is saying, no, get over here. You know, talking to the young lady, we, I, I don't know you, young lady, but, sweetheart, that's not the thing to say. That's not the thing to do. You know, we're minding right. our business. We're putting our hand over our eyes. We're like, three months, you hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. But we're not speaking mm-hmm. against anything either. So we're allowing it now in our community, and we're wondering why. I apologize. Y'all go on. It's a wonderful time, young lady. God bless you. Big brother. Appreciate you. No, you the big brother. You the big brother. We thank God for you, man. Thank you for for always being willing to come in and hijack the show. Uh, This brother's going to be with us in Macon, Georgia, on October the 15th. I'll tell you more about that later. But, man, thank you for calling me. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you, brother. God bless you, Apostle. All right, young lady. Bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Well, I just, I just, I just concur with what he was saying there, because uh, you, you just, you just hit the nail on, nail on the head with paying attention. That just uh, seems to be just running. Pay attention to our children. Don't just sweep stuff under the rug, but deal with it directly. You know, that that's just, mm-hmm. uh, it just makes so much sense, and just needs to be done. I, I'm gonna have to. Gosh, I wish I had enough shows left to do a second show. With on this top, I should have did this early in the season, Miss Stafford. I should have done it. It's um, all good. <laughs> well, um, what I, uh, what do, what can we do to prevent? Um, uh, well, prevention. What should we? Is it is it prevention or intervention? Which which one should we be more focused on, or, or is it both? Prevention or intervention? You know, um, I tell you what, I would say, you know, something that uh, Reed just said is so awesome. It's just still going through my mind. Mm-hmm. He's talking about that village, you know, mentality. And mm-hmm. I know, I'm, like I said, Family of Victory are very uh, in a collaborative effort with Wavy Entertainment here in Macon, Georgia. And I constantly, mm-hmm. uh, when we're pushing this on me, anti-bullying campaign, one of the things that I absolutely love, and if you pay attention to uh, the relationship of the father and the son, it's it's mm-hmm. one that's very admirable. And as I look at those guys, uh, one of the things from the leadership on down, uh, all of the parents, the fathers are involved in their children's lives. And those children, even after college, still every day text, call, say, you know, uh, FaceTime and stuff like that. So it's to, to be prevent a lot of it, I would just say being, these fathers, being allowed to be fathers and fathers taking their mm-hmm. rightful position in not just the household but also in society. Um, wow. So, uh, 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 Shannon, of, Shannon, uh-huh. 
Shannon, let me put a pin in it right there. Uh, I, I, I got to go to this last break, and we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back, so you can just uh, finish topping that off. So just hold that thought right there. We'll be right back. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. From the Lions being I'm Apostle John L. Solomon. Tonight we're talking about hashtag I'm mean, taking a stand against all bullying, all forms of it. And tonight we have with us Miss Shannon Stafford, who's really been giving us an earful and how to protect our children, uh, how to pay attention to them. Just we, we 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 don't we have a zero tolerance when it comes to bullying. Shannon, you were just saying about our fathers were impressed you taking a stand in the homes and in society. Please continue with that one. Right. Uh, Sir, I was just talking about um, uh, this relationship that I have been able to witness between fathers and sons, uh, you know, in the way the entertainment uh, um, business over here. And uh, I was Mm -hmm. watching the relationship with the father and the sons from the head down to all of the uh, people that's involved and men taking their rightful position, not just in the homes, but in society as well. And I, this this, this uh, statement that um, Reed just made, you know, that village mentality and how he goes through his household, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really set the standard. And I know how my household was coming up. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, Frederick, Frederick Douglass, you asked the question about preventive or intervention, and so, and Frederick mm-hmm. Douglass said it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. And so, mm-hmm. I put that hand in hand with how the men are, you know, taking charge of their household, not so much as dominating, but co-laboring as God created it in the beginning, anyway. And uh, when that's mm-hmm. done and everything is in order, a lot of these things will not be able to happen. I'm a preventive person. I like preventive maintenance on a car. I don't want to get involved in mm-hmm, it. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden to it and you got to intervene. If you take care of right, something right. from the foundation in the beginning, when that foundation is laid correctly, That's right. you know, then what That's happens right. is everything that builds upon it, no matter how old that child gets, no matter where that child goes, whether this child is down there in Daytona Beach, Florida, he's still calling home, texting his father, Texting, you know, his family, letting them know what's going on with them and asking for sound advice. You know, I got kids up in Atlanta. My daughter's still texting me and calling me. What you think, Ma? What you did? What you did? Uh, you know, I got somebody messing with me. My daughter said the other day somebody was bothering her. I told her that enough. She got a village, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let them know. Hey, I got some backup. You, you better yeah, be careful. You don't want the east side. That's right. <laughs> But you know what? But you know what? But you know what, Shannon? At the same time, though, that that has to do with identity. That's instilled in you. Hey, you stand strong, but you just know we stand with you. You know, so that that's just equally powerful. My God, that's tremendous. What you you know? I I, we we was talking about. That I remember uh, uh, Reed, one, uh, my big brother, he, he used to teach his children. Well, I remember him teaching his son to having him to learn Psalms 119 and 99. 
about how I have more instruct I have more knowledge than all my instructors because your statutes are my uh my, my my meditation, something of that nature, mm-hmm. and he put that in his son, and that that mm-hmm. was it, that was so powerful with me, to me, and it stayed with me over the years, mm-hmm. giving our children identity, letting them know yeah. who they are, and I, and I did it with my son. I called him Bogatha. That means the glory, mm. of, the glory of my father. And the glory of God, the glory of God upon me at a young age. I, you know, mm-hmm. I said that's it right there. I named I named him that, even though he mm-hmm. was, he's my adopted son. You know, and so, mm-hmm. and that that just goes with what you were saying as fathers or parents paying attention, mm-hmm. taking a stand, telling them who they are. So when the bully comes, they're not mm-hmm. they're not they they don't already have a shallow foundation to begin with. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see, mm-hmm. with my grandkids, uh, it's so important to check. What are you saying to your children? What are you saying to your grandchildren? What are you speaking into their lives? Mm. And uh, my grand, right. um, my kids, my grandkids, they have a scripture that I prayed about, and uh, I, Roman scripture. My my uh, oldest grandson, I tell you, he uh, he's ten now, and and his scripture was, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." And over the ten mm-hmm. years. How that applies to his life And God gave me that for him God gave me for my only granddaughter Oh she's so beautiful thank you Lord <laughs> It just you know wow. uh, no, You know no weapon formed against me Is going to prosper And so that's something that we speak Into their lives On a daily basis Not one time not two times But constantly affirming who they are First of all in Christ Second of all you know who they mm-hmm. are in our family unit, that, that you know, and uh, they come second to none. So you know. Um, Amen. That village boy. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you every every time every time you grace this show with your presence, there's there's scriptures that are upon you. That Luke four eighteen, the spirit of the Lord. That that, that Isaiah sixty one and one, <laughs> the spirit of the Lord is upon you. He has anointed you to do that uh-huh. which you're doing. You know. And I, and I just thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for the fellowship, the friendship. Thank you for the love. And thank you for just uh, what you do daily, even having been on the uh, front lines today working with people and then coming into the uh, the studio and sharing with the people of God and the people in the world, you know, to uh, take a stand against bullying. Don't Don't be silent. Sometimes people talk when they should be quiet, and they be quiet when they should speak up. But we want people to speak up. And take a stand uh, against bullying. What are some of the interventions? You know, we talked about prevention. You know, speak to those children now. Why are they in the crib? Why are they in the belly? You know, what about some pre- right. what about some in- intervening things that right. we can do because uh, 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 the parents and teachers who may be listening tonight. Right to the parents and the teachers that are listening tonight. It's very important that the children are comfortable enough to trust at least one adult. Build that trust relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, allow them to come to you, and, and, you know, and you go to them because a lot of times you're going to know when something's not right at home, uh, if you're in the schools or bus drivers or what have you, even, you know, if you're their mentor, you're going to know that something's wrong, you know, that that adult treat that child's concern with seriousness and the attention that it deserves on all levels. Let, let them know they're important. Uh, they need our support. They need our love. They, they, I cannot stress enough how much they need our attention. So if we don't support them, then they become disheartened and may never reach out, you know, again, and may even give up, cave in and quit. And, uh, you know, they don't have any other option than to, you know, hurt themselves sometimes. And, and uh, it's important that we also speak over them daily as they come into the room and the classroom. And as believers, we must confess over our children's lives daily. They're skillful and wise and taught of the Lord. They are doing exploits for the kingdom of God, regardless of what it looks like. And always, always, always remember Ephesians 6 and 12. For our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. So we, too, got to know who we are in order to be able to impart in them who they are. And our weapons are not carnal, but they're mighty. They're in not the carnal. Of those 
household. That's right. And so we must, we must know who we are, know the weapons of our warfare, use them, speak the word, walk the word, talk the word, love these children, love them. That's it. That's it. That's it. See, people are... See, people don't know. People don't know your testimony. Well, I, don't, I can't say this. Your testimony. Oh my just life! Don't know. I had to fight. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I try. I, I had to be serious tonight because you know this is a very serious uh, topic, and I don't want people to think we uh, we're lighthearted on this, but. Just add a little, you know, a little relief. But yeah. listen, and I like I like what you spoke to those teachers, those that are Christians and believers. You know, pray over those kids. Uh, pray over your classroom. You know, touch desk. I, I did it all uh-huh. the time. I drove many a demons out of many a teenagers in many a days. You know, uh-huh. because I, I knew and I knew what God was doing in my life as well as their life. And then, like you said earlier, you have to shut up and listen to them. And then you have to follow up with them. After you've given them advice, you got to follow up with them and let them know that you're still here. I haven't left my post in your life. I still want to make sure that you're doing well. Uh, and you know what? Before we before we go off the air, uh, Shannon, Miss Stafford, Evangelist Stafford, uh, Apostle, you know all your titles. There there may be some there may be some parents who were bullied as a kid who may still be feeling the effects of those. And there may be some young people who may hear this message one day down the line who uh, are experiencing bullying. So if you could just speak to that child or that child inside that adult, uh, if you could just minister to them for these next few minutes. Uh, Men and women of God, children, uh, just people, just know that, I believe in you. I believe in your story. I believe, and I know that bullying is debilitating. Um, You know, it can be so impressionable, uh, even as a child, and having to grow up with it and having to hide it. And, you know, uh, you're acting out. And I call it going to arrested development as I bind that right now in the name of Jesus. You know, um, a lot of times, its strength is underestimated, and, you know, we overestimate the child's ability to cope. So I just want you to know that, man of God, woman of God, if you are hearing my voice, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God created you with a purpose. He gives you, he has a future and a hope for you. He desires for you to know that you are the apple of his eye and the object of his affection. He loves you dearly, and so do I. Just know, without a shadow of a doubt, that you are important, and you too have a purpose. And people need you to stay alive to fulfill that purpose. You are worth it. God loves you, and so do I. God bless you. Amen. Listen, we just thank you so much for being in the booth tonight. Miss Shannon Stafford, y'all come on, give it up, give it up, give it up for the woman of God being here with us tonight. Amen. Hey, you you have truly been a blessing tonight. And uh we just want you to keep on doing what you're doing and we're praying strength for you, amen. Apostle, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you again for having me on your show and sharing me with the public and you said uh <laughs> Apostle Reed is gonna be here October the fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be here October the fifteenth. I'm I'm gonna bring him on the show and let him just let him dribble and dribble and dabble a little bit, you know. But uh yeah, I'll tell you more about it. <laughs> hey, hey man. To all my listeners, thank y'all for being here with us tonight, friend from the Lions Den. Guess what? After tonight we got seven more shows until the season finale. So Join me next week when I'm gonna be talking to uh about, I'm gonna be talking to women who love football. Ain't that something? Woo-hoo. And football is saying she loves me, she loves me not. <laughs> God bless y'all. Thank you again for joining me. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and this is Strength from the Lions Den, and we will see you next week. 